six months ago the right that's what i wrote right yep yeah all right looking back now like where where were you mentally at that time right like what what made you want to be so vulnerable you know what i'm saying and and do you believe your overall message was articulated well and would you change anything hmm these are damn good questions, Ken. Sure. <laughs> that, one, that one didn't come in. Coming in hot, Coming in hot. We ain't came in. But, uh, what we, my, we starting raw. Yeah, for sure. We, we at 201. It's, we we kind of, we, we kind of, we want to go already with now. the three. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what exactly. mind state was I in? Yeah. Um, a confusing one. I, probably, I think that's why I was so vulnerable. I'm going to just kill two birds in one stone. I was probably so vulnerable because I was confused, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, going through a breakup and then everything that went with that, um, the on and off shit, um, and then uh just wanted to be honest. Like, I was tired of being a hypocrite for real, bro. Like, that's really where all that shit came from. Like, I felt as though I was a hypocrite on my own platform instead of doing my solo episode. And I just was like... 
you know, I feel like a lot of people think of me as just like, oh yeah, like lose one on to the next type. And it's just like, no, it's not always like that. Like I'd be going through breakups, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it's just like, I usually just go to the next jump or the next woman for real. And not necessarily, I guess, emote. But like, yeah, last year I was just like, I'm emote. And then I did it in front of everybody because I had the platform to do so. So, and I was just like, I felt like niggas could learn from that. It was just like, yeah, bro. Like, you don't got to be like this big macho nigga to like, yeah, bro, that shit hurt. Like, like, you miss that girl. You still love that girl. So it was just like, act like you. Like, you know what I'm saying? With, with everybody else that you wrote. <laughs> niggas don't be acting like you. Niggas be like, man, fuck that bitch. I'm like, is, is it really fuck her, bro? Is it, is it oh, necessary, is it, though? Is it, is it really fuck her, bro? That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? Within, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Niggas were just looking with them. That's Absolutely. all. I, just, Absolutely. I was just on a journey, and like, I'm happy people went with me. Do I think it was perceived? I don't know, bro. I don't really think people listen to me, son. Even even outside of the outside of the um, the young lady with the breakup, like everybody else that you wrote about. Style. Yeah. They, I think it was perceived with them, for sure. Um, but I, I was speaking out of side of everybody that I wrote about. Like I was just talking about the general public that consumed it. Because I feel like uh, the people I wrote about in the jump know me. You know what I'm saying? And the thing that came with gratitude is like I show people a lot of gratitude personally, like how grateful I am. Like I might hit you individually on a text message or give you a phone call, like tell you or something like that. But it's just like a lot of people, I don't think they know that. Like I'm a very loving person openly. So it's just like, yeah, bro. Like I think that's more so where I was at with it. I think that's why my new Twitter channel is I love you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some different shit. Okay. Charles. Talk to me. You just got married, man. I did. Alhamdulillah. Beautiful, beautiful, absolutely. God damn it, make some noise for that. Make some noise for that, um, I'm feeling relieved. I'm feeling yeah. like okay, that that is done. You got it off. You like know. yeah, that. Not even like that, but the event. Like mm-hmm. I, I've been telling people, like a wedding is two things. It's like an event, and then it's whatever your thing is. So like whatever idea of love and all the things you got going, those are those two things. And like the event part is the stressful part. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm glad that that part is over with and now I can just do kind of the love thing. Yeah. Just do that part. I feel that. I feel that, man. Just just being there was just like very, I hate to sound like cheesy as fuck, but it was like, it was a magical thing, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the second one, like we went to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, did. beautiful ceremony in New Orleans, man. And it was just like the way the setting was, you know what I'm saying? The the trees, the dress, the suit, the groomsmen, the bridesmaids, like everything. The weather, was just, everything was perfect, yes, bro. Like that shit was crazy. Y'all folks was there. Yeah, it's funny you say magical because it's funny. Like I remember changing my vows, and one of the words I ended up putting in was magical. Yeah, and I remember that just yes. randomly. I've read, I've read the uh, the vows. I wasn't supposed to, I don't think. They were in your we, possession for a little bit, though. Oh, yeah. We, you you we, hold on to that. Yeah. I pulled up on y'all before the um, yeah. before everything went down, and I just I couldn't help myself. It was, sitting <laughs> on the, it was sitting on the dresser. I noticed what it was, and I just I looked at it. I looked at Charles. I looked at it, and I asked permission to read it. 
yeah. I couldn't contain myself. The shit almost made me teary out a little oh, bit. Like it was, it was beautiful. The liquor had you. The liquor had you. No, you were like, I wasn't yo. even he there. Wasn't, he wasn't. He wasn't. I wasn't there. even there. We were gone back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, a couple. He was like, you know what? I'm about to read this. Shit. I was like, bro, you sure? You I don't relax. think you're supposed. <laughs> you gotta relax. I'm just telling you what I remember. You gotta relax. I'm telling you what I remember is Jeff was there, guys. Relax. a lot. Absolutely. If you haven't been, I recommend that you go and go immediately. Try the Gator Nuggets. They're they're amazing. I'm glad y'all like that because that was my thing. I was like, yo, get those. Alligator on there. Oh yeah, for sure. I had to low key make sure it wasn't no alligators like nipping it. We was on like a it yeah like on a golf, golf course. course. Yeah, yeah. And it was like yo, once you go past beyond where the uh, where the lights were, they use that for the uh, for the reception. Yeah, I'm just like it's definitely yeah, it's definitely yeah. a little swampy out there. You know what I'm saying? Because you know a group of us we kind of stepped off for a little bit. You know, do we do? And once we pretty much got past where the uh, the light line was, <laughs> I stepped no further and I turned my black ass around. I don't mess with gators, bro. I'm, I'm in their environment, so that mm-hmm. was a no-go for me. I'm in the South. Everything else was amazing. I just can't venture far away from my people when I'm in the South. Facts. <laughs> Matty. What's up, man? You look stressed. Do I? Yeah, a little you gotta bit. do it. A little bit. <laughs> Slightly. Not, nothing crazy. A little bit. I've been actually better. A little sweat. Regaining you, huh? You know, I asked you a couple things, man. Like you've been, <laughs> you've been, you've been pretty busy, bro. Very. You've been very busy, no, man. Just, I don't think people know how much you do behind the scenes as far as like the podcast and just okay, producing everything that you do. You producing another podcast on this? Actually, like what? Two, two, three different three, ones. Three. Maybe Depends four. on the season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? September's rearing its head. How are, how are you really shouldering that with, you know what I'm saying, producing? Don't look surprised. These, these questions are coming in. No, high. I'm not surprised. So look, so how are you shouldering that? You know what I'm saying? The responsibility of the Same podcast. The responsibility of children being Ooh. a father. You know what I'm saying? And then just kind of making it all work, which you do. And, you and your find, own business as well. Absolutely. And you find time to do it all. Work on top Mandy of that. Petties. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> look at you, how do you, how do you, how do you show all that? Like, what is that? Nice where does that strength thing. come from, Loki? Um, I mean, it's kind of funny, right? Um, every time someone asks me like a question these days, I'm not gonna be an asshole right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anytime someone asks me a question, you can. I, it's your show. I literally am just like, yo, did you watch my episode? Like. Answers pretty much in this, yeah. but usually, that, usually the people that I'm talking to, they said they watched it. So I'm like, yo, have you watched my episode? I could be an asshole and say, my nigga, you were there. You know, know what I'm saying? That, but I'm just saying. So, but again, but this um, isn't for I know, but to answer the question, um, in the episode, I definitely spoke on the, just the fact of my upbringing, just the people that I was around, the, the nanas of the world, my mothers of the world, fathers, uncle. Everybody was just super hardworking, and it was just like, you just got to work. Um, I made my eyes get a little big when you said how I showed all this, because I honestly don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. There's so much shit that I do every fucking day, and it honestly amazes me, but I think it's just so much shit that I don't even, like, look back on it or enjoy it in the moment or just praise myself enough just because it is so much fucking shit. Like, the two kids is crazy every day. 
the behind the scenes shit like you said is crazy. Like I woke up May fifteenth and I was just fucking. I was like, bro, like I'm done. <laughs> I felt relieved that it was over. Uh, obviously, I'm talking about the live show. It was just so much shit. It's always just so much shit, and it's just like I feel like if I can make it happen, I can make it happen. Like I always feel like I can make it happen. Like I'm always gonna be there to raise the kids. If there's something needs to happen with this show, I can do it. Fucking, like you said, three other podcasts. I feel like I can do it. As long as I have the time for it, and as long as the people I'm working with just knows to bear with me. Um, yeah, I feel like I can do that shit, bro. It's definitely tiring. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Every fucking day. And I'm not stressed right now. Like how you just said. <laughs> <And I> look, <laughs> I've been very fine since May 15th, bro. Good. Regain me. Good. I'm happy to hear it, man. Yes. I'm happy to hear it. I've been very, very, very happy, honestly, since November. It's been, a great, it's been a great time. I'm definitely not saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love to hear it. I love to hear it. Good space. Man. Love to hear it. Love but I would love a vacation. I feel that. Like. Like I feel that. Like. So, look. So, it's in the same type? Well deserved. Need I think it. all three of y'all well deserved, man. So, look, with the solo episodes dropped, 200 out the way. What was, what was something that you all learned from watching each other's solo episodes? Mm, that's a good question. I can say that. So obviously we're all different, right? But I really realized that we're legit, like really all fucking different. <laughs> like all of us. Legit. Explain. It's just like the aspects of all of our lives are okay. all just different. Like yeah, the shit that we've all gone through is just like obviously we're friends because you know we're like minded, we think the same, we kind of are the same. But nigga, we jive niggas jive different, man. Like huh? that's real shit. Mad pain came from two of the three of us. Oh, yeah. Guys just vibe. <laughs> just vibe. <laughs> no, just you know like, I think that's what? Now, now, now that I think about it, and, and Katie, that's an actual funny question. I think the thing I took away from it is exactly what he said. It's yeah. like we I talked about it in the chat. Yeah, like I gave up nothing. Yeah. Like Charles I was like, it is not that I didn't want to. It's just <clears> that like that was a that wasn't a vibe of your yeah. Channel. I just feel as though like for my aesthetic personally, like. Pain and trauma just doesn't work for me. Like, I don't know why. It's just like, even when I know bad things are happening or have happened, it's just like, it's much, it's a much better aesthetic just to be like vibes. So I really feel like. I feel like that's kind of always been like your vibe. That's that's always always like. like, No matter what's going on, I'm just, I'm just a vibes type of person. So like, yeah. When when I, when I started hanging out with Charles when I was like 16, you know what I'm saying? Charles was like the very first nigga I've ever met who was just like, he was the most go with the flowy ass nigga I've ever met in my life. Like, I mean. I think that's how me and Charles really connected. At 16. Like free spirits and shit. Like Charles, yeah. nigga, Charles was down for what the fuck yeah, I mean. ever. Like seriously. Like I didn't, I didn't really hit the hit the streets with y'all a little bit at sixteen. This is wild, but when I did, we was outside at sixteen. We was outside, bro. We was outside. At and this is coming from a guy who's barely outside. Yeah. <laughs> Charles was like the livest, free flowingest, free spirit motherfucker you could ever be around, and that shit was just so eye opening because everybody else that I grew up around was either like serious, funny. Just like very real down to earth, but like I've never had anybody in my life who was just like 
a hippie. Nah, a fucking hippie. That's honestly, the word, that's man. you know what's so funny. I think I was like maybe fourteen or fifteen, and then I kept watching uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah. and The Breakfast Club. And I remember like those were literally like my movies. Like so, I just kept watching those movies, and then I kept watching Clueless too. So Clueless and Ten Things, uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. So for like literally for like a four year stretch from like. 13 to like, like 17, 17, 18, like my whole aesthetic was those four movies and then Brown Sugar, The Best Man in the Wood. Mm -hmm. So like those seven movies yeah. from like age 13, there's a few other and movies. think about the time periods that these movies and shows were like City of God, yeah. so that's another, like, so there's like, I could probably give you like 14 to 15 like shows, Californication, mm -hmm. that I just kind of was like, yo, this is my life. And I just like took little aspects of like, so like that when you say that hippie, that's the funniest part. Cause when I think back in my life, like that is definitely my hippie phase because that's all I was watching. I was watching like 80s, 70s, 90s movies. And like, I want to dress like that. I want my aesthetics to be like that. So that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's a good look. It's like a signature look for you, John. Like, yeah, nah. Like, I have fucking tie dye shorts. Or is that acid wash, maybe? It might be. She would call these acid. I don't know. <laughs> so, All right, so. I was going to say bleach was like, bleach wash is crazy, but there it's, we go. bleach nice. is acid, so. Acid wash. Yeah. Good point. So, look, after your solo episodes drop, right, and y'all can answer this about each other's solo episodes if you like, what was, uh, personally, what was the reception that you felt? Like, what was it what you were expecting? Was it not what you were expecting? Did you... Did you get any love? Did you, you know what I'm saying? Like, how how was that for you? Just to receive that after it dropped. No what was the anticipation like in the aftermath? Well, I know for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's start with you. I know for me, the streets were, uh, they were clamoring. I wouldn't say clamoring. <laughs> the sound man have. Like, no. uh, the streets. Like, you definitely have a half. Like, you definitely have a half. You got a half, bro. I still need 200 views. But after <laughs> um, after my job, I mean, the, the the word that was just coming to me very often was vulnerable, vulnerability, and shit. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like during the recording, I didn't even think I was giving too much personally. Mm -hmm. Look back, and I was like, damn, I did, I did give that up. Oh, I did give that up. But I mean, vulnerability was was the key thing. Like everybody, I don't, I didn't have anybody say anything negative about it. Everybody felt the vibes. Everybody was like, I learned something about you that I've never known. I was just like, I guess that's what this was for. You know what I mean? Um, but like, yeah, I mean, the V word was the word for me. So that's all I got. Still need 200 views. Um, I think watching this, I would say like openness. Like once again, like scratch like the pain and the trauma. I just think these guys were far more like open in a way that like, I, I talk to them like all the time, every day type shit. So I kind of know this, mm -hmm. but it's one thing to see it, especially because the people were interviewing them. So it's one thing to be talking via text for days on yeah, end. Just like, open with your mask, yeah, talking the situation out. And yeah. it's free flowing. There's no real like start and stop. But then to watch it back and then like, mm -hmm. you know, and then to have somebody prodding, I think that's the thing that was, like you and Miles in particular, like you asked them questions. I was just like, oh shit, like y'all kind of went there. And it's interesting because knowing these two guys, 
I'm not saying that they're prideful, but these are guys who like, they're not just giving stuff up. Like I know people who kind of are just like, here's my life. That's not these guys. So like watching that back and being like, oh shit, like they told y'all some things like, oh wow, like that's that's interesting. Like they were comfortable enough to be like, oh, this is going out for all of y'all forever, so. What was crazy, I don't mean to cut you no, off. No. What was crazy for me, cause like you said, definitely talk to Miles often. But like prior to us doing that episode, I didn't talk to this man as much for like two weeks. So that was like the first first time I seen this man in months since we was in Florida. And then I just see him for like an hour prior to he set up and then we get going and I'm like, damn, like this is what we doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda going crazy right yeah, now. Right. But it was a vibe, but yeah, definitely definitely wanna give it up, man. I, I gave it up. So RT James on the V word. Uh, that's mostly what I got. Um, I got, I got. A, I'm proud of you a lot too. I hate the fact that people are saying they're proud of me. You know what? It's funny. I overheard you having a conversation with Lloyd and uh, and Noya mm-hmm. about like people saying they're proud of you and you being like, what, what were you like? What does that mean? What yeah. did you think about me prior? Yeah. And I never ever mm. actually thought of that like as a concept, but yeah. I just overheard you saying it. And I kept that in the back of my mind, like, damn, that like, there's something to that. Like, yeah. I, like I, once again, I can't speak for you, but I heard mm. you say that. And all I could think to myself was like, damn, like, how does that make someone feel? Because like- Yeah, bro, like, I hate, I don't yeah. even like saying I'm proud of other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't like saying it. But, like, people was talking about, oh, yeah, bro, I'm proud of you for, like, being so open and, like, uh, getting through everything that you went through. And I'm like, my nigga, like, who the fuck was you at? How the fuck can you say you proud of me and you had no assistance in this? You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, for you to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm proud of you and being open and all that shit, save it, champ. Like, I don't need that. Like, just say, like, I'm happy that you was open and vulnerable and, like, it was a good episode. But other than people talking about, like, them being proud of me, because, like, the people that were actually saying they were proud of me, like, other than y'all, and, like, niggas actually know me, and, like, females actually know me, like, it was just random people, like, hit me in the DMs talking about, yeah, I'm proud of you and all this extra shit. And I'm like, I ain't talked to you in, like, some people, I was like, Sam, I ain't talked to you in, like, almost 10 years. Like, a real conversation. Other than, like, an IG DM and shit. You know what I'm saying? Make it the mukab, guy. Suck my dick. Make it known. But it's just like, nah, real shit, bro. Like, what I opened up about with my jumps and everything, you gonna be like, yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm like, Sam, fuck out here. You knew I was fucked up. Some of them people knew I was fucked up. They knew me when I was fucked up. Yeah, no, like, no. So it's just like now you like you proud of me. Now that's what I'm saying. Like when I heard you overheard, because I didn't say that, but I just, yeah. I just really, it really was like, you know, people, you know, I was like, you know, like you said, you don't see somebody for a couple years, you know, yeah. and it's like, damn, like, what actually is that person feeling? Because yeah. it's easy to just be like, oh yeah, you know, like, especially when people are being vulnerable. Because I think that Loki, I'm not gonna lie, that's why I'm not giving. That's why. I, I didn't give it up because I just feel as though once you give up stuff, that's yeah, when people feel an opening. People feel as though this is now their chance. Oh, to, this is, oh, we can talk about this now. You know, and it's just like Sam, if I ain't talk about it with you before, then don't think I can talk about it with you that's now. That's what I'm saying. As people came to you off some, you said this, like, let's talk about it now. Cause ain't nobody hit me off some. Hey, the only, off, only uh, people I think that could hit me, that will probably hit me up off my jump. Uh, one Kirk on me <laughs> on Mother's Day. And you dropping names again? And then the other, no, I ain't saying Kenneth, no names. Kenneth. One drop, one Kenneth. Kirk on me on Mother's Day, and then another one Kirk on me. Uh, I ain't, the other people, Slim, they ain't talking to me. Fuck them. Future Matic. 
Let me stop. No, you can keep winning everything. I'm saying you can keep it, but like, no, like it's only two people out there like that with two groups of people that would be upset, and mm-hmm. one of them, they some bitches, so I doubt very seriously. It's in their bloodline. They not gonna say oh. nothing to me. And then um, the, the other one, she doing whatever she doing. I wish her the best though. May Allah guide her, keep her safe, daughter, and all that though. What's a good growth? This is a random question. Have y'all mothers heard y'all solo episodes? I know yours has. Yeah, my mother watched mine. No. No? Charles? No. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm just, I was not watching random. that. Yeah, I just wanted to know. I just feel as though it wasn't good. It's one of those things where I feel as though we gave up enough. Mm-hmm. At least for me personally. Like, yeah. that I don't want them to watch it and maybe feel some type. Like, because I don't even remember some of the stuff I said. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, I know things could get lost in translation sometimes. So, I would hate to come across the hill, I said something that, you know, maybe she didn't or didn't like, so. Cause I was, yeah. was going to ask you specifically, because you were, I want to say, like, the less, you were, like, the less open, mm-hmm. no, so no, to speak. No, that was fine. <laughs> Is there anything, like, after, after seeing all three of them and how they lined up, you know what I'm saying? Like, is there anything you would change as far as like the vulnerability or anything else you would open up? Is there anything you would change from that, from your episode? Ooh. Possibly a part two, because I really would like to do a part two with all three of you. No, that's- I feel like it's due. I mean, I would do a part two for sure. Um, Cause I, I think people- I got views. A part three, I guess, at this point. Yeah, right? I think people's yeah. lives are interesting enough. I think every, every like, I forget what season, but it was one season when I was like, yo, I think everybody's life is interesting in some aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter who you are, it, like, the person, a homeless person, or an, un, an unhoused person, rather, like, their life is interesting for some aspect. And you're never gonna figure that out. the proper term is displaced. Displaced, I'm sorry. Um, I don't think, like, you'll ever figure that out in an hour 20, hour 30, no matter what the conversation is, no matter how good, like, I don't care if it's Walter Cronkite, so like, I just don't know if that's, if that works. But I think for me, nah, I, I don't think I would change anything. I think low key, the line of questioning is what did it for me. So if there were different questions, yeah, I'd probably answer differently, but nah, everyone got what they were supposed to get. <laughs> yeah. Well, my mother definitely watched mine. I didn't know she watched it until she, we talked about it. I think either New Orleans was the first time or like, it was it was like the week of New Orleans or something, and like I was on my way to work, and she was just like, "Well, you had me crying last night," and I was like, "What the fuck did I do now?" I had a moment to talk to her about it in New Orleans, and she was she was super emotional and very proud of it. Yeah, she. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, one thing she like, told me was like, she said she was proud of me for being that open and talking about mm-hmm. those things, cause like that's my mother. She knows that some of that shit has been affecting me since since, mm-hmm. and then. Um, her hearing the fact that she was like, some of that I didn't know about you. I was like, interesting. Cause yeah. I was like, y'all know me. I told mom that I like everything, bro. Like it's so no secret between me and Shawty. So for her to be like, I didn't know about that. I'm just mm-hmm. like, thought I told you about that. But I can see how I didn't tell her I was detained in the, in the back of a police car handcuff. I can see how I didn't tell her. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't tell you, yeah. mother. She don't already know. Unless I'm already, like, unless we downtown, I got to make that one phone yeah, call. But you know. yeah, um, I didn't tell her about that. And there's a few other things I didn't tell her about that she was shocked about and, like, how well I was able to handle and shit. Like, the shit with my father. Mm. Yeah, she wasn't, she ain't know nothing about that. It was just me and him in the house. I don't think she would know, but yeah. That's mm. it, though. 
And your mama just, man, you just keep running the dog or what? <laughs> you just, yeah. yeah, nah, my mother's in the dog. For, sure. for now. <laughs> for now. For now. For now. Sure when you get to 200 views, you're going to invite her in? Um, <laughs> you gonna turn the light on? Nah, I mean, it's a crazy story. I'm not even gonna blame it on the TV, but I'm gonna blame it on the TV. Like, we used to just watch the show on uh, the smart TV. Okay, I understand. In my living room, it's broken now, so. Yeah. Shout out, nephew, man. Shout out to Max. Shout out to Dan for Shout breaking out, the TV. Forcing nature to um, start nerve. But honestly, um, I think I would get the same reaction that Chris said that the Tish gave, talking about I didn't know this about you. Like, I don't even know. I mean, again, I don't think I gave up too much, but it's like, I would, but I was giving up like my, my, my 16, 17 year old self. And I think she knows the 16, 17 year old me and the transgressions that have played in my life. Um, now, when Miles asks about the toxicity of the man I am with women, you know, she might not know that. She might be like, yo, my guy. What's up? My guy. All right. <laughs> I did not teach you this. You know what I'm saying? But Honestly, bro. You ain't cool. I mean, she knows, vibe, she knows my vibes, but at the time, like, I think vibes. it just goes back to, it, just, it was so much going on, so I wasn't going to be like, yo, hey, I, I did an episode, sit down, watch it. They know we recorded these solo episodes, I told them that, like, we're doing this one, we're doing this one, but have they seen it, or excuse me, she seen it? No, uh, you know, maybe like a month or three from now. She's still mad about last Saturday. Wow. Did you just see how she was looking at him? Oh, I seen it before I before I took the L. I caught a small. She was not too happy. I looked over. She was just on the jump like this, just looking. I was just like, she was yeah, she was definitely happy with you, bro. Mom's just paying attention. I told her, man, thanks. Whatever. It was a celebration, baby. For sure. Forgive me. Had a long week. It was a culmination of many things. I could imagine, brother. Barely sleeping, kids. Setting up. Everybody went drop out. Shout out to all my hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn sure all of them. Shout out to all of my hosts. Man, Thank you, so. Katie. Came through in the clutch. I did my best to be here. Doing a damn good job, son. Oh my god. Damn good job, son. People keep saying me and Omatic gave up a lot, but like knowing you, I don't think you gave up. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like I could have wild out. You you said some stuff, like you gave up. Well, that's that's I wrote it back in. But that's my thing about giving up. I'm not doing that. Well, that's my thing about giving up a lot, like. If people don't know, KD was trying to get me to get like. But I'm saying, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If people don't know KD, and you give up more KD than they know, that's giving up a lot. To fast, me, yeah. to me, that was the whole point of it. It's just because people don't know y'all like I know y'all. You know what I'm saying? And that's there what were, I'm saying. People actually really know. There us. was things. There were things in each episode that I learned about each of y'all. You know what I'm saying? And that was, you know. It wasn't much that I had to learn, but it was still good to know that there were things uh-huh. that I didn't know, and that was the that was the point. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you know what I'm saying. We, we smoke, drink, we have good topics, we have bad topics, we have funny topics, we have serious topics, but it's just like we never really dive in on y'all a little bit, and I feel like people deserve not necessarily deserve because that's a little bit entitled, but. It was, it's good for people to see a certain side of y'all that they don't get to see. It's it's, it's refreshing. It's eye opening. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just a different it's just a different view that I think is uh, we're human. So it, it, it is we're human. Absolutely. Point, you know what I mean? You got to see. It's gonna cut me off. Kinda. My bad. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this is a this is this is a this is another question. We're, I think we're interviewers now, though. Yeah. I think 
that's where it comes into. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you be asking questions, bro. Shut up. You definitely be asking questions. Like, but it's just like we're interviewers now, so like, and then like the topics that we talk about is kind of hard for us. Well, me, me, me speaking, it's kind of hard for us to be like speaking from a first port, first person point of view, mm-hmm. at least for me, because like some of these issues in the world, I'm not dealing with. You. you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not in a certain tax bracket, so that that law policy doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like Charles might be in that bracket. No, not me. Okay, Charles isn't even in that bracket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or like homeowner laws. That's what I'm talking about. Like oh, homeowner yeah, laws. Yeah, like maybe. those shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Certain tax benefits, things like that. Like I don't. I can't talk about it like from a first person point of view. Like I can only speak on it from like the research that we do. And like mm-hmm. we don't do topics like when we sit down and record. Like mm-hmm. me and Charles will be outside smoking and be like, "What are we talking about today?" And then we'll talk. He'll he'll give me two or three things, and we'll be lucky to hit one. That is a fact. For everybody who doesn't know, the outline of every show is raw as fuck. Yeah, like that's why I had nothing for the, the run of show for the live show. I was like, bro, mm-hmm. I don't even want to read this. So I, I, I get it. Though. I do appreciate I that we hit so many topics, though. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I was just like, because like when we do topics lined out like that, that shit don't really. It'd be corny sometimes. But the live show for the two hundred showed me it was like, oh, so we can like implement a couple topics, but like we can't get away from like what me and Chuck do. Like yeah, shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a formula at this point. It's how we've always been. Yeah. Like. Bye-bye. I know. Oh, I'm, I'm done. What's What's something that, and this is, again, another question for all y'all. What's something that your co-hosts doesn't get enough credit for, you think? That what? That your co-hosts don't get enough credit for. I mean, for Matic, I think we already spoke about it. All the work he put in, bro. Thanks. I think my man doesn't get enough credit for being insightful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he, himself, because he downplays, like, mm-hmm. how much he does or doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. So I think that in itself, like, a lot of times, like, just... <clears throat> Like movie said, the topics aren't really pre-planned, and when we do talk, it's me and him. So, mm-hmm. let's say there is something. I said I wanted to talk about Clarence Thomas. So, mm-hmm. like, let's say we're talking about Clarence Thomas. Yep. Omatic always has an insight that might not be like what per se or what we're talking about, mm-hmm. but it's always insightful. And I and I believe that because like he's a thinking person far more than he might want to like lay, lay, lead, off. lead off to yeah. people, but or like admit. Yes. yeah, or admit. But he's far more of like. In, in tune with all those other things. Facts. I think for Moog is like, Moog is far more patient. I think sometimes Moog comes off as like, ah, but like Moog is like a far more like softer soul than I think sometimes like mm-hmm. the presentation comes out. Sometimes it's like, fuck that shit. Like, er, like, like literally yeah, yeah, 10 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, I think that is more so <laughs> an end. That's more so a result than who it is. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. I think all those things he was saying before he said suck my dick was really what Mook's, like, or is. Mm-hmm. I think you get the suck my dick and then you might forget literally the 10, 20 words you heard before and focus on that part. So I would say, like, that's the thing that, like, sometimes Mook's, Mook will make a, a, oh, Mook has a lot of those, like, oh, statements, mm-hmm. but you miss the the thing in which, like, he was where pouring out his heart, yeah. you know, where he was giving you all of that. So I think that's the one thing, like, Luke don't get, like, I feel like, damn, Luke is really, like, mad at like, far more emotional, like, and that's what I'm saying, like, on regular episodes, that's why, maybe it's more so going back, like, he gave up more than Luke, because I think Luke gives up a lot, like, 
off the re- off the regular life, mm-hmm. just random like yeah, this happened in '99 type shit. That's a long life, bro. Like I lived a long life. You know bro. what I'm saying? <laughs> when Nomadic said that, I was just like, yeah, I feel you, bro. Like niggas have lived long lives, especially. Okay, I can retract my statement publicly now. Because I've been waiting for this. <laughs> oh, for sure. I can't lie. I've been waiting. I'm already shot. I can't try my statement now. Because I've been thinking about, like, I watched my, I watched, I watched, I waited for all the episodes to drop before I watched it, any of them. Mm-hmm. I watched Charles and John first. I watched them in the way that we recorded them. Yeah. Other than the fact that I watched Romantics before mine. Because I waited to watch mine because I don't really like listening to myself talk or watching myself. So I watched Charles's jump and I was just like, okay. Then I watched Omatic's jump and then I was like, kill. And then I watched my jump and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Me and Omatic are dead ass 47 year old divorcees in actual timing, you know what I'm saying? I see the tweet that said three, 36 with no kids is younger than 26 with three kids. And or 38 with no kids younger than 26. And Omatic was old yeah. before he had kids, bro. And, yeah. and I said this on the pod, y'all killed But I was just like- No, 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 I, I'm still killing him. Yeah, for sure, I think, but it's just like, only reason I say we lived a long life is just cause like, Imagine, like we didn't even so t- we didn't even tackle everything that we've been through so in our shit. lives in them episodes. And your mm-hmm. my John was almost two hours. Your John was almost two hours, oh, if not three. two hours. We did three. Cut it down. Yeah, exactly. We did three. I feel like mm-hmm. two. He's out there for so it's just like, bro, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the, the amount of shit that we didn't touch on, I'm just like, God yeah. damn, Slim. Mm-hmm. Like niggas have lived lives, and it's just, but it's just like at the same time, it's just like I'm not the only nigga that's lived a life, like. Learning shit Islamically, like I'm looking down on somebody because that don't got no shoes, but it's somebody with no feet. Mm-hmm. Somebody with no feet, but it's somebody with no legs. Mm-hmm. Somebody with no legs, but it's somebody that's dead. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like at the end of the day, like that's how I look at it. It's just like, kid, I'm fucked up right now, but it's somebody way worse than me. Mm-hmm. And the person I'm thinking about, and the person I'm thinking about who probably got it worse than me is somebody that's definitely got it worse than them. Mm-hmm. So who the fuck am I to complain? Fucks with those vibes. That was, that's not a popular sentiment these days, but I, it's definitely, not at all. I definitely fuck with the vibes. For truth sure. is truth. Man, it's an Islamic quote, bang. Alright. So what is a, and this, this question has nothing to do with the former, but what's a personal flaw that you're aware of about yourselves that you may or may not be currently trying to fix? I'm stubborn and I don't care. Are you trying to fix that? No. So I was just talking about in life. Just in general, like, yeah, like, my, I don't have no problem with the idea that, like, I'll go down on my hill. It, it will be what it is. Like, and I don't, and, and low key, I That's think. That's why I love Charles personally. And I think there's certain to, like, this is just my, this is, this is my hot take. I think there needs to be some sort of irrationalness to any person for them to do anything past the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So I think to be like, just to be like, hey, this is step A, this is step B, do one, two, and then get three. That works for like 2% of the population. Anyone who's- and That's just being lenient. Anyone who's ever going to not even do something worthwhile, but anybody who's just going to live a life that isn't just regular or in the name of other people, is gonna have to be irrational. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think to be irrational, you have to be a certain bit of stubborn because somebody's gonna be like, no, do it do this way. Yeah. Or no, there's the there's a formula, and you have to be like, no, this this works better, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't. Like, 
different as well. I think the quote is different is always better. Different isn't always better, but better is always different. I heard you say that in New Orleans. Because you heard somebody talking about the, you was talking about somebody with a podcast. I think it was even Peach or Brad, one of them. So for me, like I, 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 I think my boss said that to me like a couple months ago, and I mm-hmm. and I and that I'm, I don't think that's ever gonna leave me because I truly believe that like yo, a lot of things are different. It doesn't make it better, but everything that is actually better mm-hmm. it's di- it, it's not like something else now things come along that are you know a mimicking that but it's always be facebook facebook is a mimic of i guess black planet myspace, MySpace whatever sure. bebo whatever thing you want to yeah. but it was different Facts. what was different it was exclusive mm-hmm. for the longest so you had a someone you had to have some network some school some job something you had to be plugged you in. had to be so that yeah. was the thing that made it different mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily better but and then because it was different it became better so mm-hmm. I'm I like I look at that with almost everything I kind of look at the world now like what makes it different mm-hmm. and ultimately that's what's gonna be the thing that makes it better or not Okay. Jay? Uh, <laughs> Shall I repeat the question? Please. What's a flaw of like, yourself? What's that a you personal have? flaw that you're aware of that you oh, may or may not be currently oh, working on? Oh, are you too good? <laughs> no, I'm not too good. You're just trying to pick one. Pick <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> I like mine's better. Being too good, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got no personal flaws? Let, let Moo go first. Yeah, like, I just got a few more questions that I want, and then we're going to wrap up. All right. All right. There's a personal flaw. That you may or may not be currently working on that you are aware of. No, I'm definitely working on it. Okay. Uh, my whorish ways. Okay. My whorish ways? Oh, yeah, niggas is a rolling stone, baby. I'm about to say, oh, no, you, I'm definitely you, doing better. You ain't got no younger, so which one I would say he's doing better. I can't say that I ain't got no. So I don't be claiming no youngers. I'm interesting. That way. Very interesting. There's some jumps on the line. Sometimes morals don't line up. Young lady that put up the day morals are lining up. But I don't mean to cut you off, but your your answer just kind of goes straight into my next question. If I if you if you'll allow it. Let's do it. All right, so. What does fatherhood look like for you, right? Because you've alluded to wanting to be a stepdad over the last year or so. So is this that something definitely that, a Miles question? Yeah. So <laughs> is, that, is that something that you see for yourself? Being a stepfather? Yes. I'm not a stepdad. I'm the, I'm the dad that stepped up. First of all, I feel but it, I feel secondly, um, I'm the dad that stepped up. Yeah. Because it's just like, bro. Obviously, mother choosing. But I mean, all right. I'm gonna get off that. But I wouldn't mind. Being, a, I guess you could say, a stepdad, but at the same time, it's just like, the fuck you want me to do about it? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she already has a kid, we vibing. And like, that little nigga ain't got nothing to do with me. He do, but he don't. And it's just like, at the same time, it's like, I'm, I'm good with kids. Like, I don't think that's something that people I'm don't know about kids. kids. Like, know about Mook. Like, I'm actually- Mook loves the kids. I love the kids. Facts, facts. So it's just like, and I got a niece and nephew that I got like, raise them out. Like, they're part of raising. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm with the shit. Okay. I don't mind being a stepfather. But I definitely want my first child to be somebody else's first child. That would be a dream. But fatherhood for me gonna look sweet. And this is this is my last question, and we're gonna wrap it up. Mm-hmm. All right, so we all turned thirty this year, right? Mm, What's we already that? thirty. 
we all turn 30 this year. So what does that look like in your mind and, and how do you envision the next decade, like beyond the show? Money. I like that. That's the first time I feel like I heard you say something like that, money. money. No, no, for me, 30 is about wanting to do the things I want to do. I feel as though 20 was about being in a position. So like career-wise, relationship-wise, this, it was about putting, putting in putting in the work to be in position. So like... Yeah, we were recording in our old high school you, auditorium. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I know where I'm at. Never would have thought about this. I think this next decade is about being like, all right, so I know what the infrastructure is. Now I need to execute all my plans, all my goals, all the things that I've been like. Money. Oh, you know, I'm happy about. Now they got to come to fruition. And I think that's what 30 is about. Like, no more just... Plan, you yeah. know, like yeah. I think there's there's a certain level of uh, preparedness that you have to have of everything, but once again, you need to be irrational. So that's what thirty is about: more irrationalness. If that's a word. Thirties <laughs> um, for me. I think I, I gotta piggyback off the Charles. Like you know, the the foundation has been laid. Um, the, the the saying that I love the most is. 30s or your 20s with money. I think that's really what it's going to be. Shout out to the police officer that stopped us that said that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the money's getting up at this point. Like, if I was 19 turning 20 right now, I'd be like, what the fuck am I about to do? But I'm 29 turning 30, and I got the bread. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm all right. You know what I mean? The kids is here. Really just trying to provide a stable foundation for them in my 30s. And just, you know, they, they took a little away from me. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to do some things that I couldn't do in the latter part of my 20s. Because I had the kids. But, you know, I do anything for them, so I'm not tripping off that. But it's giving, you know, that, more money, more stability for the kids, more travel, uh, ownership. Um, and you said besides the pod, but, like, you know. Yeah, can't, can't think about it. You got to think about the hey, pod, Yeah, hey. let's make this shit a thing, yeah. man. But for me, bro, just money. Because I feel like I spent most of my 20s doing dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't really focused on nothing. And like now, nigga actually got a career. Never saw me as a career nigga. Never. A lot of shit has happened in my life this year that I never thought about. So I got a career now. So money for sure. Turning 30. Just building, uh, resetting my foundation. Um, you know what I'm saying? And being more business focused. Because like... I've been in a relationship my whole 20s, bro. I was in a five-year relationship and then two two-year relationships. That's nine years. <laughs> I'm 29 years old. You know what I'm saying? So I turned 30 this year. This is my first year being single. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? And shit has gone amazing. You know what I'm saying? I can't even hold you. So um, I'm just focused on being able to be a husband and father. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's more so what I'm thinking about. Cause like all this doing your shit don't really matter to me. That's why I was just like money. It's just like I'd be able to provide for my family. I'm good enough with that, champ. I feel it. I don't really want anything extra. All right. I love it. I love it. Man, it's an honor to be here with y'all, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, shout out, Mr. Ingram. Shout out, Mr. Ingram. Tell him we getting kicked out right now. Tell him we getting kicked out right now. They told us we need to wrap it up and get out of here. So you got one more, you got like one more question, Katie. Yeah, the camera about to grab it. Oh, 
Shout out to the youth. Shout out to the youth. Oh my god, I used to be a youth. Alright, so look. So look. You still a youth depending on who you ask. Yeah. No way. Nigga <laughs> say it. No way. There's actually there's actually like two more questions, so I'm gonna see if we can get away with two. We got ten right. minutes. I know, right? So keep that in mind. Camera answer though. Keep it in mind. Just keep it in mind. I'm being put. All right, Camera so six. look. Camera got six. Damn, I lost it. Come on. Oh, all right, all right, all right. So look, all right. Each one of y'all, and this is like, keep in mind the time mm-hmm. that we got left. Can you provide a challenge for each of your co-hosts that you would like to see them get done by the end of the year? Ooh, I want Omatic to be more assertive. Okay. And, no, assertive. Assertive. Okay. I want to be more assertive as far as pushing <laughs> pushing this out to others. Okay. And I want Moots to be more of a, like he said, a business presence. Moot to be like, hey. This I is, definitely have not been. This is what talking. this is what I want. This is what I want as far as business wise. I've been yeah. knowing what he wants as far as content, right. but I would like to know what as far as things we on business wise. Those are mine. Come on, man. The man uh, all the time. Bro. I would retweet the same thing on Charles because me and him, Jala, got the same demeanor when it comes to his business. Yeah, like me and him talk personally when it comes to business, but like when it comes to like everybody else being involved with it, we don't necessarily share our opinions. We just let them do them, and if it work, it work. If it don't, then we just like laugh back low-key and be like told you so mm-hmm. but not necessarily i told you so because it's just like mm-hmm. us fucking up is us fucking up not like you fucking up like bad idea but like it looks bad on all of us type mm-hmm. shit so it's just like all of us like i want all of us to be more assertive personally you okay. know what i'm saying i want all of us to be like all right you want this you want this you want this so what's the middle ground for all three of us being happy okay and pretty, like all of us have like great that. ideas like that's the kill like none of us really approach the table with bad ideas but mm-hmm. i'm rapping i'm at it <laughs> Come off asshole ish, isn't it? Well, that's more about communication yeah, than it. anything. I mean, James, if you're talking to me, I never come to think it's asshole ish. <laughs> Whenever I ever say, bro, you're an asshole. Never right, said man. that. Exactly. You, I can sense tones in text. <laughs> you can always sense a tone via text. For sure. I mean, but you know me, though. I just be like, all right, James. If I call you James, then it's just like, all right, bro, you got it. Was it for the podcast or just in general? In general. In general. general. I don't know. Yeah. Separate the pod from personal <laughs> shit crazy. And Katie got mad at me doing my solo episode when I said that. What's your second question, man? Yeah, like, I don't yeah, know, man. We, we, we on this too I don't long. know. Except me for me. That's what I, that's what I need. No, except me for me. Oh my God. So look, so like I said in the beginning oh, of the episode, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we don't need. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, man, we, we back home, mm-hmm. back to our roots. Mm-hmm. As we sit in this building, as we sit in this auditorium, man, what's what's your most fondest memory that sticks out to you in this building? Damn. I know, right? Well, for me. Okay. Like, this is like my fourth time saying, well, for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that room. 
over there, it's like across the hall. I mean, I was that guy in band. Like I spent my entire 06 to 2010 across from there, man. So, you know, I've had good times there, had bad times. Like I learned a new language over there. I've been on this stage performing and shit. Like I've done everything because of that. I mean, honestly, the band shit, just meeting people, bro. It's 2,000 fucking people here at one point. Yeah. Know? Like, you know, when, when shit starts out in the first week, it's like two. Yeah, it's like a large amount of people here. Like, you meet a lot like of people. 400 at the Yeah, end. they're just like, look at, look at how you have in the auditorium. Yeah, it's just crazy. You know what the funniest thing I would say about just being in this building? It reminds me of, like, growing up. Like, legitimately, because it was the place Some where. Some were pre You know what I'm saying? It, it was the place where I spent a lot of my, like, Formative like years, yeah. and I didn't know it. Like I said, we're, we're all turning thirty this year, so now I can look back a decade and be like, "Oh shit!" When I was 16, 17, 15, 18, like that's what that was. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I realized at the time, but it's like y'all, my friends from that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I learned what it meant, like for to have brothers, to have friendships, to do a lot of different things. And like screw the fights, screw the like the relationships, screw the the go go's, the parties, all that. It's more so like the idea that like yo, I became like the Charles I know I am here. Whether I want to admit it or not, it's just like damn, this is where it happened. So yeah, I think that's the thing I like. I remember about being in here. What you got? Oh, that was you. Uh, uh, my journey this time started here. That's one. Oh, man, some moose and all that. Uh, Molly Kingdoms, all that. Um, that's one now. Uh, two, like Charles said, I'm just piggyback off that one because it's just like that's the one thing that lasted after high school. All the bitches and all that, like that shit ain't matter. <laughs> like, you know came saying? and went. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, all the bitches, like all the shit, like all the dances, like you said, all that, that shit don't matter, bro. But, like, the actual connection I got with, like, my actual mans or, like, the kids, like, to say this day, your tribe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. The kids are saying, man. Yeah, the like, kids gonna be all right, man. The kids gonna be, kids <laughs> gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, a nigga found this trap here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a beautiful thing. And it's like, it's, that it takes a tribe to make a tribe, and we definitely about to get kicked off. Stay in school, kids. So it's so. ten. So sign off, Katie. So look, as we wrap up, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode two hundred and one of High Coast Podcast. Uh, my name is Katie. You already know who you're working with now. Um, <laughs> we see y'all next time, man. Peace, champ. Well, I fucked her, baby, mama. Yeah.